On this day. On Triple M, this day in music. It's the 7th of March, 1958, and Australia's first ever Top 40 chart was published by Sydney radio station 2UE 65 years ago today, and it changed the wireless forever. Until then, most radio stations saw themselves in the business of family entertainment. It was generally music from Bing Crosby, Doris Day, Perry Como and Frank Sinatra. Much of the day's airplay was devoted to housewives and the evenings were quiz programs followed by radio serial shows. Now that TV had arrived, radio had to find another way to survive so it turned to teenagers and pop music. The new Top 40 spawned the fast-talking DJ spinning stacks of wax and Top 40 charts became something to wait for each week in anticipation to see the latest releases and how well your favourite song was doing. So let's take a look at the very first Aussie chart today in 1958. Chances are cause I wear a silly grin the moment you come into view Coming in at number 10 was Chances Are by Johnny Mathis. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain Too much love drives a man insane You broke my will, but what a thrill Teenagers were going crazy over Jerry Lee Lewis as he pelted out great balls of fire at number nine. Seventeen-year-old Canadian Paul Anker's song about Diana, the babysitter, came in at number eight. My Special Angel by Bobby Helms was seventh. A new sound by the Everly Brothers was all the rage today in 1958 here in Australia as Wake Up Little Susie checked in sixth. It was also a little controversial and banned from some radio stations due to its suggestive words. I mean, what was little Susie doing falling asleep while with this bloke anyway? And what was she going to tell her ma and pa? It was fascination. I know. Seeing you along with the moonlight above. I would love to have been around just to hear this bloke on the airwaves all the time. Natalie Cole's dad, Nat King Cole, was unstoppable in the 50s and 60s as fascination came in fourth. You ask how long I'll love you, I'll tell you true, until the 12th. Never. Here's Johnny Mathis again with his second top 10 hit, 12th of Never, coming in third. He actually didn't even like the tune and didn't want to record it, but soon changed his mind once the royalty checks started rolling in. Probably the biggest impact on the teens came from 21-year-old Buddy Holly, who came in third with a song that helped shape rock and roll, Peggy Sue. All of my love, all of my kissing, 
You don't know what you've been missing, oh boy. Oh boy. When you're with me, oh boy. Oh boy. The whole world can see that you. Here's Buddy Holly again with Oh Boy in second place. Sadly, the day known as the day the music died was only 11 months away when he would be killed in a plane crash. And the very first tune to top our first ever Aussie Top 40 chart today in 1958, it's from a bloke who was the second biggest charting artist in the late 50s behind Elvis Presley, who sold more than 45 million records, had 38 Top 40 hits and appeared in more than 12 movies. Number one. stars a wishing star that shines from the movie of the same name April Love by Pat Boone Henry Mancini takes home the trophy for Album of the Year for Peter Gunn at the first ever Grammys today in 1959. It was the theme music composed for the TV series of the same name. He's often cited as one of the greatest composers in the history of film, having won four Academy Awards, a Golden Globe and Emmy. He's been nominated for 72 Grammys and won 20 of them and a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. If you're not familiar with Peter Gunn, then you might know the Pink Panther and Moon River from Breakfast at Tiffany's, to name a couple. 14 years later, in 1973, Aussie jazz rock fusion band Kush gave us their remake. Then six years later, in 1979, the B-52s used the riff for their tune, Planet Claire, which was the opening track on their debut album. Then a year later in 1980, the tune became popular again when it was featured on the Blues Brothers movie soundtrack. Today in 1992, Baby Animals were in the middle of their six-week run at number one here in Australia with their self-titled first album. It became the highest-selling debut Aussie rock album of all time up to that point. Susie DeMarkey's from Perth and drummer Frank Salenza and bass player Eddie Parisi are also from Perth and were part of the band The Boys, who had a huge following around Perth and appeared several times on Countdown. Lead singer Susie DeMarkey didn't want the song on the album. I kind of begged the producer and the label to not put it on the record. I think it was a, it, the, this record, the, the song started off as a like a real country sort of ballady kind of song when I wrote it, and then it turned into something else. It kind of morphed while we were recording it, but I had that in my head that it was my least favourite song. But once we did it, you know, we spent a lot of time working on it in the studio, Dave Leslie. Doing that intro guitar part is kind of synonymous with that song. Everyone knows that intro. It took him a really long time to do that. And, he, and we would like, we got hardcore, play it again, play it again. Mike Chapman was very, like, the, the commander, making him play it again and again. 
So he played it till his fingers bled, literally. Well, it wasn't man-eaters who were giving the duo trouble, but cereal eaters. Today in 2015, Daryl Hall and John Oates were suing cereal makers Early Bird Foods and Company. The company released their maple syrup granola bars, calling them <laughs> Hall and Oates. The duo weren't happy about the association to cereal foods and the deliberate phonetic play on the band's well-known name, Hall and Oates. <laughs> and that's it for this day in music, the 7th of March.